0: OJtokes.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is OJ Tokes.
1: Now over the years, I've heard people say like, Nah, God doesn't bother about setting people up. God is not involved with that. He doesn't tell you who to marry. He's not involved with that. He doesn't have time for that. He doesn't do that. God doesn't do that. He gives you guidelines, follow the guidelines and do whatever you want. Just, you know, follow the guidelines and choose whoever you want. God does not choose anybody for you. God doesn't do that. Well, let's find out. Let's explore. And if you want to know what God is up to, what he's doing, we go to the scriptures. Because scripture is designed to script your life. So we start in Genesis chapter 2. Verses 18 and 22, when Adam, when God set up Adam and Eve. Now, what's funny about that story is prior to setting Adam, um, prior to setting Adam with Eve, the Bible says God gave Adam the responsibility to name all the animals. So basically, God stepped back and let Adam, you know, name the animals and whatever he named them that was their name. God stepped back and watched him do it. Then in Genesis 2.18 God says, it's not good for man to be alone. I will get Adam to make a helper for himself. No, that's not what he says. <laughs> he said, I will match make him a helper suitable for him. It doesn't put match there but I throw, in, I throw it in there because God is the matchmaker. I will make him a helper suitable for him. So God stepped in. When he told Adam to name the animals, he stepped back. But when it was time to make a wife, God stepped in. Okay, I got this. And God put him to sleep. So Adam had no idea what God did. And that's the challenge for a lot of us. A lot of us want to know what God did want to know how, want to know when, want to know who. And God is like, that's none of your business. I take care of that, because if I let you do that, you're going to mess things up. Somebody, some people crack on Adam by saying that God put him to sleep, because if Adam saw how God made Eve, the minute Eve messes up, he'll just make another one. But all the same, God put him to sleep, and God brought the woman he made from the rib to Adam. Genesis 2.22, God brought her to the man. It didn't say she brought herself to him. It didn't say he brought himself to her. The Bible says God brought her to him. So for me, that settles the case. God helps set people together. But somebody might argue, I'm like, Nah, Tokes, I, I I don't agree. I don't agree with that because you know what, Tokes? The Bible did not say God told Adam, Adam, this is your wife. The Bible didn't say Eve, Adam is your husband. We overzealous Christians are the ones that just jump to that conclusion because there's nothing in that verse that said God told Eve, Adam is your wife, or Adam is your husband. And God told Adam, Eve. Is your wife, so I don't accept that tokes because yes, it says God brought her to him, but it could be for anything to be friends, to hang out, to not be lonely. It does not say Eve, Adam is your husband, it doesn't say husband, uh, Adam, Eve is your wife. I don't buy that, but let's just say for the sake of argument, okay, good argument. Let's go somewhere else then, Genesis 24. Genesis 24 is considered the longest chapter in the book of Genesis. And this whole chapter is dedicated to letting us know how God set up Isaac and Rebekah. In Genesis, chapter 24, verses 12 to 15, a little background of the story, Abraham gets his servant to find a wife for his son Isaac. The servant's name is not mentioned in Genesis 24, but I stand corrected, but I think in Genesis 15, maybe verses 1, between 1 and 3 or so, um, his name is mentioned, Eliezer of Damascus, okay? So this servant is sent to find a wife for Isaac. In Genesis 24, verses... 12 to 15, the servant comes to a well and he prays to God. He said, God, listen, I'm by the well where women come to draw water. The lady that offers to, I'm going to ask one of the ladies for a drink. The lady that offers or obliges or agrees to give me a drink and offers to water my camels, let her be the one that you have selected or appointed to be Isaac's wife. And before he finished praying, everybody say before, before Before he finished praying, Rebecca showed up. So I'm like, that's it right there. That's another example of God setting people up. But somebody could argue like, nah, Tokes, nah, I don't buy it. Yes, he prayed. But who's to say God answered his prayer? We don't see anywhere in the verse where it says God said, I heard your prayer and here is Rebecca, she is coming in, and she will be Isaac's wife. We don't see that. It's not there in the verse. It's not. So Tokes and all you zealous Christians, you are just getting all deep and spiritual. There is nothing in the verse that said God told the servant, Rebecca is Isaac's wife. We are the ones that reached that conclusion. It's just a coincidence And I'm sure if you ask a lot of Christians who try to be in relationships based on coincidences, they can tell you there are better experiences with coincidences. So Tokes, I don't buy that. There's nothing there that says God told the servant that Rebecca is the one for Isaac. God never tells anybody to marry anybody. God is not involved in that. He just gives guidelines and you choose whatever you want. Good argument. Let's go to Hosea. Chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. There are different translations. It might have said, then the word of the Lord. Well, that kind of lets you know God is speaking here. Or God spoke. In fact, it says God began to speak to the prophet Hosea. Told him to marry a promiscuous woman. And in verse 3 of Hosea, chapter 2, Hosea married Gomer. Wow! God will never tell you, say, well, here it is right there. That was the first thing in the first chapter, verse 1 and 2 and 3. When God began to speak to Hosea, God tells him to marry a promiscuous woman. Some translations say a wife of whoredom. Some say a prostitute, whatever the case may be. And the Bible says in Hosea 2:3, Hosea married Gomer. Now, I know that opens a new can of worms. Please, I am not telling anybody here <laughs> to marry a hoochie.
0: <laughs>
1: or a Chippendale guy. I'm not telling anybody. Well, it's in the Bible. You know, God told him to marry. No, please don't go there, okay? There was a purpose behind what God was doing, and God was using what he told Hosea to do as a reflection of his relationship with Israel. The Israelites were prostituting themselves, and God was trying to demonstrate that through Hosea marrying Gomer. Nevertheless, the argument is, God will never tell you who you should marry. God will never do that. But here it is, we see God telling Hosea to marry someone. Now, somebody might say, nah, Tokes, I don't buy that. Okay, God said something, but God never told Hosea to marry Gomer. God told him to marry a promiscuous woman. It could have been anybody. Hosea chose Gomer. So my argument is, God will never tell you to marry anybody. He just gives guidelines. You do whatever you want. And the guideline was a promiscuous woman. And he chose Gomer because God will never tell you to marry somebody. So if someone had that argument, I'm like, you know what? You do have a point. Let's go somewhere else. Over the years, I've learned that Jesus always gives the best example. And I'm going to make a reference to a story that perhaps everybody knows, perhaps one of the most talked about stories. But I don't know too many people who ever associated the story with God bringing people together. And the story is the birth or the impregnation of Mary with Jesus. And of course, Joseph wanted to break up with her. In Matthew chapter 1, verses 19 to 20, Mary is pregnant with Jesus, and Joseph wanted to break up with her. And the Bible says an angel from God showed up in a dream, and told Joseph that he should not break up with Mary. Go ahead and marry her. The baby in her is a consequence of the Holy Spirit coming up on her. Wait a minute. Here it is. Live and direct. Plain for everybody to see. When an angel from God shows up, is God speaking. He goes to Joseph and tells him point blank. He didn't didn't give any vague explanation. He just said, go ahead and marry Mary. So here it is. Why is God getting himself into this situation? I thought God doesn't bother about that. Well, God got his business in this. Joseph was about to break up with Mary and God intervened and said, don't do it. Joseph wanted to break up with her because, of course, he thought she was unfaithful. It wasn't because he didn't like her or anything like it, it because she thought he was faithful. Now, Joseph is a picture of a godly man, a picture of a good man, the kind of man that all we guys need to aspire to be. The Bible says being a just man, he wanted to break up with her quietly. We see his uprightness, we see his heart, we see his goodness, we see his, his, his godliness and the fact that he wanted to break up with her quietly. According to the law, he was supposed to stone her. They were supposed to stone her. But being a just man, he wanted to break the law and break up with her quietly. Which let me know that one of the characteristics of a godly man a woman is, even if things don't work out in a relationship, yeah. nobody knows about it. What is it with putting stuff on Facebook and on, on Twitter and on, everybody knows about it. You turn on CNN and Anderson Cooper mentions your name. Wow. TMZ is like, yo, you heard about Tox, Man. We can do better than that, y'all. We are better than that. Being a just man, no wonder God popped in. Like, no, this guy is too good. No, he's going to be the father of my child. He didn't force him. It was a choice he had to make. But God came. You have a choice. Don't misunderstand me. Oh, you have a choice. You have a choice. The Bible says, "I placed before you life and death." choose life but choose you have a choice oftentimes people overemphasize the fact that god said choose and they forget that he said choose life not only did god give you a choice he gave you the choice to choose
0: thank you for listening to the while you are single podcast we hope that you were informed inspired and impacted OJ Tokes has written a life changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit OJ That is, OJ Tokes If you like Christian inspirational hip hop, check out OJ Tokes Christian Inspirational Hip Hop Album. Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to Ministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.